What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It's your boy, Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? Man, uh, confusing times in the <laughs> industry, right? Um, definitely some really interesting things going on. But hey, we got the platform to talk about it, yes, so let's here. talk about it. Or let's fucking talk let's, about whoa. it. Because guess what? Guess who's in the house today, sir? Talking and talking. What's up, Talking and talking. Gerardo G, known in the industry, Dabagram. I've all the good things. Yeah, the well, you, got a, you got a few G, names. Go through them. You know. Oh, there's a kid who's been 86. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the legend. He's been kicked out of the Palms five times. Yeah. In one night. In one, In one night. night. I was there. I my head to I was there. That was a good time, man. I, I promised security I was going to see Snoop. I promised. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. That was a good night. They kicked me out. I was the last seven in there. And they were like, how'd you get back in? I was like, I've been out. Been in here six times. There's only seven of us left. They then picked me up. And we got to take you outside. I was like, oh, VIP treatment. They escorted me out. <laughs> Next thing you know, you see them dancing. I'm like, what's he doing here? I'm like, how'd you get a different shirt? <laughs> yeah, good time. Shout out, Palms. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the shit right there. That's that's what you got to do, that's man. That's what I love Hold about your fucking ground. Going back in. <coughs> so what's been going on, man? You just uh, so talking and token, brother. <laughs> let's talk about it, or let, again, let's, let's talk good. about it. Yeah, what's 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 um talking and talking all about for the yeah. people that that might not know? Well, you know, we started off in Vegas, so we started off. We needed to find out cannabis and rules and laws and food and music, and it started like that. It was always even if you're not part of cannabis, you don't smoke. You know, art is part of it. Music's part of it. Beautiful glass pieces are part of it. So we just wanted to bring that together and bring awareness and show people, hey, we have businesses. We have, you know, galleries. We do all these things. We donate to charity. You know, we're no longer lazy stoners. So it started off, we wanted to represent the industry. And then we saw how nasty the industry was. So then we went more of the culture where we were based. And then we went state to state and we noticed everything's fucked. And everybody's doing the same shit. Labs are... People are lab shopping, so who lab gives me the best test results? Not just mm-hmm. here, Cali, Arizona, Jersey, New York, whatever it may be. So we just felt like these are issues that needed to be, uh, light needed to be shed upon. And there's a lot of people, especially some of your favorite influencers, are just smoking booth, not really talking about, you know, what we can do for, for the community, you know, to better each other. So we're not influencers, we just felt like there needs to be a voice. And, um, you know, we're as strong as the community as ever, and, you know, it's not here to bash anybody, it's just here to uplift and see, um, you know, you might doing it, you might, uh, being an activist in option A, well, we're option B and C, we do everything in between and we just make everything transparent and make sure the customer, our medical patients, and anybody listening, uh, understands what's going on, because there's a, like Rocky said earlier, there's a lot of craziness in this world right now. Totally. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. But really, right now in the cannabis industry, we are in some unique situations, right? We're driving prices down to fucking nothing. 
I think you can get now, like, if you're a new patient, you can get, like, two ounces for $70. I'm not going to say where that's Wow. Shows, that's insanity, man. That's just like a boy, bogo time. You know <laughs> I mean? um, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty insane. Like, there's just some things that we can't catch up with. Not only that, but, you know, a lot of what's happening is just this corporate, it's kind of like a power struggle between you know good and evil almost in a lot of ways because there's a lot of people that are not privy to how retail should mm. be run let alone cannabis should be run yes yes and i think that's that's what's happening um or that's what happened when with rec because a lot of these medical shops um were like started and run by people who use cannabis for medical reasons mm-hmm. so once it like the bigger it got you start getting um, like the retail owners and you know the people who ran retail stores, they started hopping in the cannabis industry and just just looked at it as a retail shop. They stopped looking at it as a medicine or like a, a healing purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I, that's when it, when the game got lost. I feel like oh, it got lost when they gave them two options and one was more profitable than the other one. And any any shop, any owner will tell you, well, the, the state wanted us to pay for two licenses. It was a medical and a rec. And then we saw more rec customers. So as a business, who are you going to, you know, what license are you, what permit are you going to do? The one that brings you more money or medical that doesn't bring you money, but yet you have to pay every month, like a rent, like a bill. So I could see where it was coming and it was the downfall. And there was, you know, we have the elders here who still believe in the plant as a medicine. Very few shops. I mean, what THC top notch and Henderson's still gives you medical candy bars, medical up to a thousand milligram bars. All right. And so, you know, uh, profit over patient always was a thing. It was going to come, and it's unfortunate, it, it's come and it's come heavy. And it's a scary. lot of people don't see it, but you can <laughs> see what happened to me, what they're doing now, where they just stay as shady as they can. And uh, I always had a question: Where do these fines go? Where do all these monies that you accept from CCB fines and three hundred thousand dollar fines to make other people have to lose their licenses and share their, sell their businesses? Where does that money go? Does that go to the license. same pot as the you know where the when you have to pay for your license? Where does that money go? Thank you. Is that the same um, rainy day fund? Is that, what, what, is that what they called it? <laughs> rainy day fund. And now everything's going to the school? <laughs> I don't know. Right. What the yeah, hell? The rainy going day to fund. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. I, is, I guess that's a question for the CCB. And I will definitely ask them the next time I go. Okay. <laughs> they need to understand. We all need to understand. get them on a podcast. Good luck. <laughs> Please let me know. I'll tune in. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's very tough because there's people out there that got a very strong voice. Mm-hmm. And when they have something to say and they're against or opposed, something, po- opposed to something, people stand up. When you need to support something, you don't get as much support as you actually fully need. Right. So, I mean, in all honesty, you're going to have more people at those meetings that are going to bash cannabis or, you know what I mean, say the wrong things in order for us to be, you know, a little bit less or a little bit further away from the patient. Right. So, I don't know. It's it's not even a catch 22. It's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm so used to that form of retail that, you know what I mean? eventually it's going to have to be regulated mm-hmm. um, and they'll see that. But those are steps that you have to take in order for people to understand that you have to make people feel normalized. Oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. It looks like, you know, I don't know. An like, yeah, an Apple yeah, store. You know. 
It's, it's the you, whole foods of fucking, yeah. you know, oh, cannabis. cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that they're always their thing? You look like you could be an Apple store. Right. Like, yeah. That's their main thing. Like, yeah. oh, okay, thanks, yeah. I guess. Like, but that's that's the most innovative thing. Yeah, the super synergy, <laughs> you know, uh, plants yeah. and shit. We go, like, a totally opposite direction from that. Um, but, I, I, like you said, like, it's, it's a catch-22 because... On one hand, you you kind of have to make it look like or make it look like that to attract the the casual smoker or make it normal. Yeah. So 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 everybody won't feel like it's a it's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? But along with that, you it's the corporate. You lose thing. a lot. You lose a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's. Is there, yeah, it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, up, I mean, definitely. Like you know, we rock with the grinders and we get to see that. You know, through stats and through the numbers and everything, all legal and everything's looking right on research. Our stats aren't what we thought it was. It isn't 21 to 25, the stoners for a whack it. It's not. It's 35 and up, 35 to 56. These people have whackets. These people can afford the robots. And so, you know, it's unfortunate. Sometimes we have to rebrand and we have to look at it different. But as long as, you know, people keep the culture with that rebrand, the rebrand, it's, it's, it's amazing. But for those that don't, or for those that do corporate buyouts and fire ugh, like 60% of your staff to start fresh and pay those lower or not give them what you were given that staff before, ugh, that's the corporate buyout we don't want for sure. Right. No, absolutely. I think that's, uh, what it, what it is and how do we adjust to these situations? I think it's like, <coughs> I can't wait to see how the lounge portion of the situation goes because, in all honesty, I feel like that's the saving grace. That's the one thing that sets kind of things aside, right? You're not you. You kind of made a niche market. Now you've cut it twenty one and older, right? Now you got somewhere for people to go and chill and sit and hang out and you know carry on. Maybe still capture the culture of that mm-hmm. and you know do the right thing with the businesses. Uh, so do you think that that's a possibility? Do you think that we'll see like these, uh, lounges that will kind of help to establish more of the culture? Do you think it's all going to be a wash in the end and it's all going to be corporate owned anyway? You know, I remember when I was helping an organization out here, culture and cannabis, and they called us culture vultures. And I think the reason they were calling us culture vultures was because we didn't sell weed because it's illegal to sell weed at our events. But other than that, we had vendors that were associated with cannabis, drawings, paintings, earrings. We had live music. It was our culture, right? And so I think there's going to be plenty um, that'll jump on that bandwagon. We'll be true culture vultures. We'll be the Chads and Brads. We'll be the Inyos of Las Vegas. Um, and we'll see. The, the shadiness is never going to stop, I think. So um, neither is going to be culture vultures. <laughs> right. Right. No, I get it. I mean... It greed is it's it's something else. You know what I mean? Like honestly, you have to when it comes to a market that's so young. That's what you're gonna see is just people crowding right into that. Because listen, we've got millionaires at a very young age right now that know what they're doing, man. There's these little crypto freaks, and they're just uh-huh. having their entire lives. And what do they want to do? They want to get into cannabis. Let's throw some money into this. You know what I mean? My dad knows somebody and somebody, and he's in corporate, blah, 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 and we're going to make it happen. And 
that's kind of the situation that's really doesn't matter whether or not we're driving down these prices because really in the end nobody gives a shit man it's about that money and the, it's about the other green at that point look there are still going to be people that are going to try to hang on to this culture it's what we're going to do with that time and effort um honestly if you do bring it back fully like the culture you will make money you just got to figure out what it is, and it's, so, it, it's got to be niche because... But I think it's, it's, it's kind of like up to us to su- to support that culture and keep it alive. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and just stick to that. So, like, I feel like if we keep the culture alive, um, at least it'll be there for us. You know? like And it's, it'll be like a if-you-know-you-know you know type of thing. Yeah. You know? Straight up. Like a little speaking. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it'll be like that. It's, I wish it wasn't, but... I feel like that's what it's going to be like. Like if you know, if you know, you know which cultivator to go to, or you know which lounge to go to. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I think it's going to be like that. I hope it'll be like that. I hope that we can keep somewhat of the culture alive. I don't know how much we can, because evolution comes, right? So we have to go corporate, but we have to stay at some point culture. And I think and a lot of people hate that I say it all the time. Cookies, cookies, stayed as truly as he can. Um, they're saying he's just making money left and right, don't matter. But, you know, he, you look at the job creations he's done. You look at all the positions, all the stores he put around the world, not just in certain markets, all around the world. He's had, he's had a, his second run on this, on his social app. So yeah. it might be a trapper's app, as everybody says, but there's, it's a stoner's app is what it is. It's and, grown up. Dude, yes. he did, he did it right. Mm-hmm. He did it from the ground up. It wasn't like this money was just, you know what I mean? I could see how people would want to invest in that because, oh, my God, look how nice that brand is. People pick that shit up really, really quick. And it wasn't just because, you know, he was like, hey, I got some really great weed and shit like that. It was because he built that culture for people. You know what I mean? Our people were buying uh, buying cookie shit heavy. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, you know what I mean? All kinds of shit. Everybody, you know, and then. It just kind of blossomed from there. You can't even be mad at that. That's you like can't. true game. You, you can't be could not. And no matter what, he's a minority at the end of the day. And so nobody's looking at him like he's a marketer. He's a rapper. He's advertising. He's the face of a whole freaking brand. And he brought other people along with him. Wiz Khalifa, Big Lon. He's bringing all these people who are minorities who, even though they're celebrities, we didn't have a chance in the game. And now we have. And now you have somebody who's following his footsteps, Snoop. Snoop has Death Row Records coming out. Um, so we're coming. It's just, you know, it just takes a little longer for us. And I think, um, you know, you can see New York as they just passed their lounge. Yesterday was their grand opening, their first real dispensary. Their culture is alive and their culture is so strong that even the bodegas, the old school undergrounds are like, come get me. If you want me to shut down, you can't come get me. So they're fighting for our culture. I always think that Vegas is not has never been about a cannabis culture. I think it's been the gambling club culture. I think our cannabis culture has been low key. Very it's like small. a subculture, yeah. Very Definitely small. subculture. Uh-huh. Yeah. New York was very resourceful, though, because I remember years ago, years they were doing online ordering for delivery. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They now don't get me wrong. It wasn't legal, and those uh, IP addresses are fucking changing like the wind, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But the whole point is, is that when you put that much power into a situation, you're going to see a power struggle. I don't give a fuck what part of retail it is. It's going to happen. 
right? But it's what you retain from that situation, right? Before before we had uh, prohibition for alcohol, man, people were having the time of their fucking lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... Honestly, they were having the time of their lives. It was everybody was very excited. They was happy. They were listening to jazz. There was fucking sounds out there. And then what the fuck happens? Ugh. You know, you you normalize some shit, and then bad shit happens. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's it is the way that it is. Except that was ten times more exploited, and uh, they used black people and Hispanic people to make a point. You know what I mean? After prohibition, especially with cannabis, so. That's my two bits about that. But I feel like it's the same thing that's going to happen here. You know what I mean? With the cannabis world, you know, you just, you got to figure out what, what you want to look at on the big picture side. I kind of always said it was going to be what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we started this shit three, <laughs> what was it, three years ago? Yeah. I was talking, I'm sorry, I let the shit go out. Fucking don't ever do that. <laughs> Slaps on the fucking wrists for that. It'll happen though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, when we started this shit, the, what was the exact thing? I was like, you can't stop that train from fucking coming. Yeah. It's what you fucking do to maintain, right? To run up against that train, right? It's super train. I've always felt like I want to be that guy in the train, and then same with the squad behind me. I always want to be that guy throwing eggs, throwing, shooting paintballs at that gun because that gun isn't always on the solid track. It veers where it needs to veer, but it never goes where it needs to be, and it never represents us. And so I felt like fuck that train. Let me throw rocks at the window, and maybe I'll crack it. And you know, I I was doubting myself for a long time. I you know I was telling my partner and a few other people in the squad. I can't be doing this shit no more, man. Like this job I was working for, I got 86 and now they want to get rid of me and I was doing a speech and had somebody come over to me and say, you should not be smoking weed in your car. We saw it on Instagram, man. And if you want to be cool and do what you're doing, that's fine. But don't smoke weed in your car. And at that point I was like, ah, oh, damn, was this guy watching me. You got people watching me. Okay. Oh, and he, he, he sat there my whole speech and we were looking at each other eye to eye. And then his people came up. All right. So man, I was feeling super bummed. Shout out to Sheldon for doing the Orange Cannabis Awards because that's where I met Blacklist. That's where I met the Beard Bros. I met other people who I shared my story with and the shit that they had to go through and blackmailed and photoshopped and FBI. All that shit was nothing to what I was being 86 out of a fucking dispensary or or I was lost some acquaintances and I was like, man, what am I doing? But at the end of the day... Uh, talking my shit, speaking the truth, it's out there. Everything I say has always been public record. I never make anything up. I never Photoshop anything. And so, you know, shout out to Marijuana Moment, High Times at New at Nine. Like these are all anybody can watch these. And one thing that I I fear and I lack is that there's only like fifteen to twenty people on every thing I'm involved with, and then there's even less when we go to city council. But when I look around, there's nothing but suits and lawyers and dispensary owners who have been, or cultivation owners who have been fined. Like, those people stick together. But when I look around and I smoke and I come around and I'm waiting for people to come into the building, no stoners go. No butt tenders go. Nope. No, no. And I don't understand why. Like, call, if you're sick of getting mistreated, your tips taken, people need to see us. People need us. And I'm not just saying minorities. I need to see the industry. If you feel you're misjudged, let's go to CCB. Stand up in the numbers and let's represent as a squad um we're community more than industry first and i always say that i'm not community i'm industry i was in that it's nasty and uh as as my boss told me uh, about a year ago was i'm the working man's cannabis person so 
you know, if you're mistreated, let me know. I'll get at you. I mean, that's what talking to Tokyo was about was for, like I said, not just the representation, equality in what we do, you know, but it was part of the culture. So, you know, we rock with uh, a few dispensaries out here. We were separating that to other businesses in the arts district. We we're community, making that community come together and we go beyond that. And it's just, you know, we're, we're getting together with a, with a, with a bodega downstairs, uh, downtown in the arts district that has a vertical grow mm-hmm. and he's growing vegetables. I'm connecting him with again, who was a stoner friend of mine, but he does vegan wonderland who talks to GOP green life production. So all of us are going to get together to find out how we can make it, uh, valuable to bring these vertical grows back into the hoods, back into the barrios, back into where people only eat McDonald's every day and Burger King because, even though they're not part of the cannabis community and there's somebody giving back to the community. And for us, we need, we want to help shine on that wherever we can. And so, you know, that's our next project. And I think, again, as long as we can represent where we need to, if cannabis is in that sector, that's beautiful. If cannabis is representing the council, uh, the CCB meetings, that's great, but we have to represent and pick our battles wisely. And, uh, Sometimes we're divided, but when we come together, it is about the numbers. And, uh, you know, shout out to Rocky for making it onto the, to the board for, uh, you know, the chamber. That's huge because that's big representation for, uh, Hispanics and minorities. And Rocky's got great ideas and you got great ideas. So I'm sure you guys mesh those together and I'm sure we're going to be hoping seeing a big change here in 2023. A lot on your shoulders right now, though. <laughs> Sad. No, it's the, the weight of the world. Hey. The shoulders of- I, hey, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm Please. going to do my best to do what I can. And that's, you know what I mean? And I'm going to keep, I'm going to strive to do it. And I don't think, you know, anything at this point can stop you. The only person that can stop you from doing something uh, great is yourself. Ooh, <laughs> say that again. Absolutely. <laughs> right? that's, that's, like a, a lot of, a lot of different organizations kind of, um, like we all want to see change in the cannabis uh, industry. We do. And different organizations kind of, um, prioritize different changes. What's at the top of your list as far as like changes you want to see? Honestly, and I, man, I got shot down so fucking many times, but it's coming. I swear to God, it's fucking trying to come. It's the 840. So is it going to be a local 840? It, it's going to try and be a little, some might say a union, some might say a coalition, but it's going to be a representation of bud workers, of cultivation people, of just people being mistreated, you know? It's going to be where you're paying your dues, like a local union. But so a union. Yeah, a union, because I think it has to be. It's coming to a point, and if it's not, it don't need to be. It just treat us equal, you know? There's an option where if you could just treat us equal. You can't tell me you're making no money, you know, and then taking away tips and getting in the lounge. And this and that while you and your people were embezzling money or, you know, so that would be great for me to see just, if not a union, a representation of, of the workers, you know, and just equal pay. You know, it's not fair for a lot of us. Uh, a lot of people in the industry having three jobs and barely making it. Uh, and so it, that, that matters to me a lot. And just seeing more representation together, more unity. You know, you were seeing on my rants and I, you know, it seems like a divide, but, you know, I try to make it as transparent. I don't say, you know, if one committee says, you know, vote for A, I say vote for C, which is like just doing your own research, man. Like we're old enough to be doing that shit. Mm -hmm. Like President Biden is not allowed to to grant anybody pardoncy. It's up to your state governor. So Mm -hmm. when people bomb on Biden for this and that, and I'm one of them, but I bomb him because he made that promise. And when I researched it, it's not up to him. But, I mean, his money has tripled what he came into with. 
Um, you know, I wanted to say a bad word, but Kamala Harris can fucking <laughs> triple her money, her money. So, you know how it, it wasn't helping us and we need to look more into the state. And that's, and that's where, uh, you know, I, I salute those that do. So it was like CCB, CIC, the chamber, they all push differently, independently. And all I say is, you know, let's unify on certain things. Of course, uh, I get that. But um, the louder the voices, the better. So our representation, not only on our, our wages and our lifestyle, but also coming together in any part of the aspect. And, you know, not just doing it for a highlight of the week. Doing it because that's who you are. And, uh, you know, it, it's easy to talk it and it's easy to bullshit it. But, you know, very few of us do it. And I think, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I'm out of the industry, in the industry. And I get to talk my shit and I'm more than happy to do it for people who can't because of, you know, my boss says or my boss watching or, and, and as you guys see, and as Rocky, you guys were talking about earlier, uh, you guys saw what the future was coming to mm -hmm. and it's coming fast and yeah. people are, robots are coming. Honestly, robots mm -hmm. are trimmers now. Robots are packagers and you know, then you got to be careful and, and to what you, what you dig. And like I said, transparency is key to me. And you know what? I'll take it back. Union second, transparency is first. Transparency Transparency has to be first. Yes. The mechanical trimmer. The mechanical <laughs> trimmer. I really, really appreciate you because you meet when you and I have conversations and we have conversations about things, big things, and we've known each other for a very long time. As a matter of fact, we were at three years. He was on our first season. One of our, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. Like, he was on a couple episodes, I'm pretty sure. Definitely first season either, episode two or three. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not kidding. That's so much like, like um, the episode one of the first was called people. flourishing. Yes, it was you and Amber. We were working at Flourish <laughs> <Cultivation laughs> at the time, and oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, their weed is different. <laughs> Shout out to them though, because they stayed as true to the plant as they could, yeah, for as long as they could. So yeah, no man, I, I just I. Honestly, that's the way I feel. Like, I appreciate you as a human being. You are a dope-ass fucking guy. You know your shit for sure, brother. Like, when you uh, when we talk about cannabis and we talk about the industry, we're, we're, we understand what's happening, and we understand how we can make a difference. So, if somebody were to ask you right now, man, what can I fucking do right now? When, you know, you talk all this shit. Everybody talks all this shit. You, Rocky and Gerald talk all this shit on the podcast. You know, uh, what what is it that people can do? What what can they do with these smokers at home that are just like listening to this podcast? You know, I think it's very easy. A, uh, most of you are going to be on on some type of social media right now, so you can. You know, pick a screen and go to the next one. You can follow either of our groups on Instagram because we post who to go with. We post what the uh, CCB is if you want to follow them and their issues and what dates they go. And those are the ones I recommend because those are the ones people see. Uh, and by people, I mean the suits. And those suits, when they see more of a presence, you know, then they, they really pay attention to us. When it's only one stoner, three stoners in there that smell like weed. And, you know, I talk the way I talk, they don't hear it. And so if... I, there's plenty of people who talk more. Uh, look, I can't even speak right now when they talk better than me. So that's one thing I would say. Follow us on social media. Um, follow CEIC. They're more about minorities and education and learning how to be owners and um, give out generational wealth. I love I love that I picked that up from them. And they're open-hearted people, and, and they don't do it. They're a true nonprofit. They don't do it. They want your money. They do it because they want to see you flourish, and, and that's yep. that's huge. Um and then uh, I would say, 
you pick your passion. Uh, you pick, you pick what you, what you think is right, what you think you want to follow. So for me, like I always said, it's, uh, it's making everybody on equal playing ground and transparency. And that comes back to when I was a kid. My first memory, uh, was my dad. Uh, I caught him in my arms when I was like kindergarten because of this accident he had. And it was, uh, the, the big corporate taking pictures of us everywhere we went, you know, convincing my uncle who worked at that, uh, at that place saying, if you want your job, you know, pick us over your, your brother. And he picked them and, you know, there's all kinds of paperwork. Sure. And so for me, it was, oh, that shit's not cool. And then uh, that kept me open. And then from there, you could see all kinds of things in real life and real stories. Just shit didn't add up. Like a lot of shit's corporate or corrupt. And uh, for me, I don't, you know, I never went to school for it. But I noticed when I was working at the industry, ooh. Oh, you could do that. You could do, you did it that way. That's how you do inventory. Oh, that's how you get rid of them when they're here. Oh shit. You guys are so bad. And so I felt like, you know, it ain't fair. We got to try to be honest. We got to try to be, you know, represent for the stigmas that we're trying to break. You're, you're not doing it. And so for me, transparency was key. And, and I would say, just pick your passion. If, if you love crystals and you love weed, Find out how crystals relate to weed and then, and then be a tarot card reader. Tell people, you know, some cool shit. Cause a lot of us are interested, but don't know nothing about it. My old lady's into crystals. She's teaching me. I'm like, that shit is cool. And, you know, there's people who, you know, I sell these things called robots and makes joints. I have people that love them, but they want to teach people how to roll backwards joints. Da, da, da. That's their passion. I'm like, go for it. You know, we have so many passions in here. And uh, sometimes you don't have to talk your shit. You could play music. You could be the next big DJ in cannabis. You could all that cool ass <laughs> shit. Like, just follow your passion and follow what's with. Because the more of us that are out there and showing what we can do, you know, is is let's see how we can be innovative as a lounge, as Aussie things. And I just want us to break the stigma because uh, the same stigmas follow us for since 1933 when they banned us and they started reformatting. So I just want to see us all break. Break the stigmas, and I'm pretty sure I ran off that answer, but there it is. No, that's what we're looking <laughs> No, at, dude, that's, a, yeah, oh, that's yeah, it. If you feed off that knowledge, everybody's like, what the fuck has been going on over there? <laughs> and, and if I may, uh, I want to give a shout out, please, uh, mad respect to you guys because, you know, for the shit I talk, for people who I talk about or what I do, there's a lot of people turning back and I just get the DMs. But for you guys to keep it real and, and allow me to come on the show and talk my shit is just huge. And you guys, I, you know, I think we've always supported each other at any of the awards. You know, we're, I think we're the loudest in the crowd for each other. And, <laughs> you know, that just says a lot to you guys and a, a lot to the relationship we have where, you know, you might not like everything I say. I might not like everything you say. But again, as a community, as adults who sesh like adults, we can do that. And there's not no hard feelings. I'm not going to go off this mic and be like, yo, fuck Rocky and that fucking homie in the side. I kick him in the stomach. No, I'm going to be like, yo, great talk. I love your aspect, our opinions. Like Rocky said, we've talked forever. Jarrell, we've talked forever. He's a Raiders fan. I'm a Chargers fan. Like right there, it's just mm -hmm. already, uh -huh. but here we are showing love. Like, you know what I mean? And again, that's, that's cannabis and football. They don't smoke yet. But they do, but that brings people together in the stands and the fans, you know, and, and that's something, you know, you know, you can see us when we start. And that's another thing. We always just love to help everybody out. And, and we don't do it because of clout. We don't do it because Rocky gets paid if she's doing a grinder or I get paid if I got, hey, this mic is dope or Jarrell gets paid because he went to Raider game. No, we don't do it. We do it for our passion. We don't get paid for our stuff. We do it and we learn the tree because we love the plant and we love helping other people. And you guys are solid fucking foundation in our city and now even nationwide with all your podcasts. Man, one thing, um, I, like I really love about you and I hope you never changes is that you just, 
keep your foot on their neck. You hold people in a in a cannabis industry accountable from you know top to bottom. So man, just never change on that point, bro. Keep doing that for sure. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for sure. And here's the thing, guys. You have to fucking understand this too. This is a podcast. We're in the media world, right? If this would not exist if people couldn't fucking put out their own opinions mm-hmm. and make it known everybody has one, whether you like it or listen, you have options. One of them is turn your fucking radio on <laughs> or turn your fucking radio the fuck off. Is that right? easy? So is that easy? Yeah. There's, if you don't like it, don't listen to it. The whole point is, is that this is what makes this great to be in this industry still, right? And still be a part of the cannabis industry and give back to some of those people that need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people feel like, oh my God, what the fuck happened to, you know what I mean? So reel them back in with a few things. Give them some great ideas, right? Hey, where can you go to get some really great cannabis? You mentioned a place earlier where, you know, you were like, hey, there's this joint here and this place is really great canopy. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? Like, there's things that you're getting knowledge gained from that shit. Don't always look at it as a negative light. Nobody's ever going to fucking tell you everything that you want to hear. That's not reality. It's yeah, not life. You're not going to agree 100% with everybody. Dude. You can't. You don't have to, but it's impossible. you can right. appreciate them being real and being them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's coming from a good place. Yes. You know? it's, it's like, that's all that matters. Bro. Yeah. Hell before yeah. you leave fucking shitty stain on somebody because <laughs> they said the truth. Just think about that fact. They're speaking their fucking truth. You're allowed to speak your fucking truth. That's the whole point of it. This is the, that's what media is all about, man. That's all the greats. They're going to fucking tell you to your face uh, what time it is. And that's the shit, man. It's like, we're media. We got to be honest. It's like, I can tell you right now, this bong is cool as fuck, but this weed, I don't like it. It's too harsh for me, right? <laughs> and it's some wedding cake. I mean, every everybody loves wedding cake, gelato. I'm not a fan. It's it's right here. And I hate that. Even though you don't like the weed, this is the best weed. And then tomorrow's review is the best weed. It's like, bro, not every weed is the best weed. Not Can't every be. be honest and that I love transparency, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh again it comes back to everything. And then again, I think that's what we do, no matter what it is. Yep. Yep, you gotta stay true to yourself, man. That's what you, that's who you got in the end. That's who you the fuck got is you. So, I mean, feel good about yourself. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. You have a voice. If you want to utilize it, do so. And whether or not, for whatever it is that you stand up for, you know, in the end, that's what you got to do, man. I, I'm going to tell you, anytime there's a new fucking post on Blacklist, I'm one of the first people looking at that shit and just my eyes just get really wide open, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, holy shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of things in here. This is in there because it's not like it's not the truth. The truth sometimes hurts people's feelings, but... It is the truth, and everybody's entitled to it. They're entitled to it in politics. They're entitled to it, you know, uh, in the cannabis industry. Your politics, your work, and your, you know, your job. You should be able to have your own opinions. I'm not saying you know, run off and fucking fall off and slap your boss or anything, but you know, and if you have to, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just have something lined up. You know, the biggest thing I was, I was talking. Fuck it. You know, Amber. Everybody knows if you see us on the awards, Amber's the other half, right? And one of the biggest things is like people know, she says, people know who posts what. And I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because it should be that. People know you posted that. People know I posted that. <laughs> we're the fucking, this is when Cisco and Ebert were big. Thumbs up, thumbs down. They didn't agree. They didn't agree with each other, but we don't have to agree. Again, we sesh like adults. We talk like adults. And, and yeah, don't let nobody get your opinion. Don't, 
I get like some people are like, gee, you know, you know, these people pay my check. Like you can't talk. Well, you don't have to. I'll do it for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I have no problem with that. None. And then people who talk to me, they know I don't. And uh, it's lucky that uh, for some reason people trust me in that in that volume in that area. And you know, I want to mm. see. You know, it, I think it's fucking awesome. But you know, I want to see. And that's another thing. So uh, real quick, I'm sorry. Uh, fucking. Uh, Battleborn cannabis, right? There's these people who win awards, like legit awards. Battleborn, homegirls, like yep. win fucking awards, but yet they have no chance in our in the cannabis industry. Why? Like, how? What makes you and this other drink special? Right. How come you have meetings with the people? People have meetings with these award winners, but yet nothing comes out of it. And that's another thing I hope we can change is somehow, even like I said, if the 840 don't form, but a coalition does, is understanding and showing people, okay, well, maybe <clears throat> your business plan isn't the way they want to see it. So 840, again, if they paid the dues, that comes into training on how, to, like CIC does, training on how to become something, how to own something. You know, if you want to make a certain level more than butt tender, pay your dues, come in just like a union, and you top out where you top out. It's nothing to rape. It's nothing to hurt. Even a coalition. If you just don't want to join a union, we have a coalition that teaches you training, teaches you beyond just, here's the incentive of a day. It's fucking that, Abe. Here, man. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you hope to get a lighter at the end of the day. <laughs> not, not a pay raise, not for your education. And like I said, MedMen's really grinding my gears. If you think so much customer service is based on the people who represent you, the bud tenders is your face, treat them equal. Treat them fair. And they're not the only ones, but right now they're the ones making headways with that for me. Amen. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's organizations that represent certain things. And, you know, you can hear my rants and I'll pick on them real fucking hard to where they got to call me. But who are you representing real quick? And, and again, the new board, I feel like, will understand what butt tenders really went to and went through and are going through and can represent that even harder than somebody who was never into the industry on the bottom level. Who wasn't, you know, cleaning toilets? Who wasn't, you know, fucking pulling overtime real quick because such and such didn't show up? And so the new board, I feel, has more people from that started that way that can represent us correctly. And uh, shout out to that new board, and you know who I'm talking about. And um, I love you guys no matter what, but let's just pick up on the plant first, and then our uh, workers, and then our customers. Because without workers, there's no customers. You might not see it that way, but it's true. Because when these customers go home and they're like, man, fuck bud tenders, fuck this dispensary, no, 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 they don't know what they're talking about going out to the market tomorrow. And you know what the black market I'm talking about? It, you're not training these people correctly. And you know, you speak it, you're not doing it. And so CEIC does it. You know, I do it through little rants. You know, I let people know and you know, we do what we do and it has to be either one way or another. One of us is going to catch a wave and we're all going to ride that wave sooner or later. And the people that started with us are going to be there. And the people who aren't, they're not already. And uh, that's cool. No, no hurt off my back. No skin off my back. You know, I got more weed. Uh, it's not a problem. <laughs> the people who know what I do represent me to the fullest and help me out and help my people out. And I, That's all I ask for is helping out. If you don't help me out, maybe you heard, oh, shit. Well, dab is a space age fucking material that helps you get all your terps, and when you're fucking hitting the dab rig, well, that shit's cool. That's a locally owned company. So if you didn't help me out, maybe you picked up some beads and you helped out a local industry, not industry, but a local business mm-hmm. that was able to really hustle his way in there. Um, we have grows that used to be black market, used to be underground, and now they're they're black jars. And it's fucking cool because they grow like a circle. And it's fucking dope. And uh, shout out to the boys that always come down. 
and they don't ever forget where they came from. And, um, you know, we see other up and coming, uh, honey badger, you know, there's another product that's pretty dope, innovative, and it's moving, uh, you know, whack it. You know, there's what else fucking breaks a stem up um, when you're when you're grinding. You know, what I mean, what makes it join in five seconds? I don't know. A robot. It's all innovation, and and uh, when people see that, hopefully, that kills one of the stigmas. I don't know which one. I don't care which one, but we need to break these stigmas. Shout yeah, out to Esther and Gustavo, it. man. I always say that. Like uh, one of the um, parts of having them on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I I always remember fondly is like thinking to myself. Man, this is awesome that a couple of Hispanic people are, are making this kind of a product and taking risks because it's risks. Yeah. Regardless of if you say this is an herb grinder, I'm sure they went through fucking some heavy fucking shit to get this made, this product made. So shout out to them. Thank you guys for Absolutely. everything because they, they're, they're bomb. I just wanted Absolutely. to get that out there. We mentioned the robots and we mentioned Wacket, but in all honesty, think about those items and uh get some of those items yes, too while you're yes. thinking while you're at it because i mean right off the website yeah <laughs> it's my dad's favorite shit i'll tell you i always say that to my dad would be like Ooh, i love that Hell yeah yeah that's all love and then okay so that's very rare for me is like okay so i was able to slide in there and but as i as we evolved and now we see all these things coming to fruition right we wanted people to pick us up people are picking us up it's fucking amazing right but that comes harder work yeah. and so it's five of us right now all minorities, super fucking dope. Yeah. We have April, photographer of the year, Filipina. We have uh, Jamie, my sales partner, who I think is salesperson of the year. Uh, he's half black, half white. So it's very possible to get this shit done, but it's very hard. And nobody sees that part. But when you see that part, that Esther and Gustavo have created it, and they do wonderful. But as they evolved, they needed help. And now we have a solid team from every different background of cannabis. And again, that's passion. April's a photographer. She's boop, 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 shooting pictures of not just our marketing, but Stizzy, right? She does a lot of Stizzy pictures. She does a lot of events. And that's her passion is photo. And she came not knowing photos, but now she's photographer of the year. Jamie, like I said, salesperson of the year. He's a silver tongue sleuth. And he's the relationship he builds with people is, is, amazing my hat goes off to him and uh he's my competitor right he's my sales partner but he's salesperson of the year and i give kudos where it's due he he works his butt off and when people see like oh shit you can smoke that much weed and then still get the job done own a company eight days a week 29 hours a day is what it feels like that's fucking dope and we need more of that and more unification of those communities and those businesses coming together to break stigmas and again like when i the last uh event we were at and i talked my shit you guys still break that stigma every fucking podcast because it's two minorities that fucking nobody thought would fucking fly how many years three and a half going on four years three years nobody thought fucking oh four episodes i give them Three years, bitches. Suck your mom like being bomb. Like, fuck. Congratulations to you guys. In a world where time spans are a click, you guys caught the attention of many. And not just Vegas, but you guys are hustling at conventions and see you guys out there. And you guys do interviews with people outside of our circle, but are in our circle. And that, again, is that unification, is that love, it's that respect for one another. Thank you, guys. No, thank you, bro. Thank you for hopping on with us, man. You always got a home here. So whenever you want to hop on, bro, just holler at us. And um, 
welcome you with open arms. Bro. I appreciate, really appreciate that. You, oh yeah, the uh, support is real. Hell but... Yeah. Uh, before we get you up out of here, though, man, we yeah. have to know, man, what you've been smoking besides the wedding cake that you don't like. <laughs> besides the wedding cake. <laughs> and jar number two was a gift from Virginia uh, called Grandpa's Cookies. Strain uh, crosses. Cookies. I have not. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. But Grandpa's Cookies, and I'll tell you something. It was fucking amazing. And then we also had a gift. Uh, it was blueberry uh, something from Virginia. Homegrown. This is all homegrown. Yes. You know, fuck with nothing else. White ash. Uh Super good. And then uh, <laughs> we had an uh, auto flower from Virginia, which was really nice. Uh, locally grown, I have some Gorilla Glue, uh, Gorilla Cookies. Uh, and then I have just a mixture of, I believe, uh, oh, damn, what, what is that? Like, it's fruity as fuck, but it comes from Health for Life. And uh, it was a medical, ooh, it's a medical bag. I forgot. Yes, they do have medical points. So <laughs> please support your medical community, man. Bring that shit back. Oh, yes, yes, please do. I mean, it's necessary for for people, man. It's more protection over things, I think. Yes. It's more protection. If you get pulled over, you got a medical card, you already have a A. You already have an A, motherfucker, medical. Mm-hmm. It's in the trunk, B, <laughs> like, fuck off. And then if you don't, just sh- shut the fuck shut up. The like hey. the fucking lawyer said, right? Is that law? Yeah. But you have nothing, no protection if you're not medical. And no. I preach that all the time, and I have many elders and many people have passed away because of not using cannabis. But that's A for me. But B, we're protected. We're protected. Mm-hmm. We're protected. We're protected. We're fucking protected, which yeah. is more important to me than fucking getting a prehistoric pre-roll on the end of the fucking calendar month. <laughs> and now getting taxed for my tips. Fuck you, man. Fuck. God <laughs> damn. Ah. What you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, I actually got some, uh, nature's chemistry again because, uh, the drops were fat and fire. So, I mean, you can't, here's the thing. I mean, there's integrity behind, uh, certain brands that I really, really love. And nature's chemistry is one of them. And the reason why is because when you smoke their stuff, it is fire every fucking time you get consistency. And that's very fucking rare in this industry, sure. right? Where every time you get something, it's going to be like, oh. Yeah. Creepy. You know, it was crazy. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I didn't, I had no idea until we had him on a podcast that that was just like a small family-owned business. Uh, they just came. Who'd yes. you have? Hitch? Yeah. 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 Oh. That shit blew my mind because yeah. I'm like, what? They pump out like so many different strands and it's always good. Like, so oh. I'm not good. You would think they had some big-ass grow facility. Like, no, nah, mm. not at all. So, yeah. Shout out to Nature's Chemistry. They're dope. Yes. Small yes. shit, yes. Um, yeah, what about you? you? Yeah. Um, I had some um, some some Stizzy. I think it's pink champagne. Yeah, How was Stizzy. that? Yes, I like it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's real smooth. Um, solid numbers, like five on the Mercine, three Limonene, two Linolul. So, yeah, nice smooth. How important are terps to you guys? Is that big? And if it is, what's your favorite? Um, switch that shit around on you guys. It depends on what I'm doing. I, I love like I love I love like the the tasty terps. So like terpenoline, limonene, osamine. Um, I love pinene. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I love them all. I love them. I have <laughs> like, a whole yeah. card and then I, you should already know. This. Yes. <laughs> um, I think it's important. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's important. I don't know if hey the numbers have to be off the charts in order because I've had. 
some that have had a lot of mercine. I don't know if it's a testing thing. I'm not even going to talk about that. But Ooh. then you end up smoking it, and it's like, what the fuck happened? I'm waiting for this, you know. But then there's some consistencies, like fucking Bohemian Brothers with a fucking do like an orange, orange 43, 43, and it's like, pow, right in your mm-hmm. face. Right in kisser. Right in the face. So, yeah, man, that's what I've been up to. And you've been smoking some good shit, too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got that yeah. going on. Uh, so if anybody wants to learn more about talking and token, my dude, what do they have to do? It's easy nowadays. You just go on the Instagrams and you look for talking, T-A-L-K-I-N-A-N-D, T-O-K-I-N, token, talking and token. That's where we're at, you know. And then uh, my personal is just Dabagram. You can find bullshit there, too. It's fun. Uh, we have a new reporter on, on board, Strawberry Riviera. He did that. <laughs> he's, he's got that orange hair. Yeah, <laughs> he's a wild motherfucker. You can see him way. popping around. Uh, and then uh, we're on the social app. We had to okay. be. We needed to be because uh, and, and I never got kicked out of uh, anything I've ever done on Instagram. I smoke weed. I fucking... I look like I'm snoring a snowman. Like, I've done everything on Instagram, and I don't know how people get kicked off. But then social app happened. And now social app is super dope. Like Social app? Yeah, so that's Burner yeah, that's started Burner's that. Yeah, it's, a tra- it's a second yeah. go at it. It's a, As people say, like earlier I was talking, it's a, it's a trapper's <laughs> app. But, I mean, you, it's a trapper's app. But, I mean, if it's not, you can use it to your advantage. It's one <laughs> yeah, thing where every app is a trapper's app. <laughs> but this one isn't censored, man. This one you can talk, and, and nothing is you went against guidelines. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. And, and I think that is huge. And, again, and shout out to... To somebody who's a minority, but said, you know what? Fuck that. Uh, I'm sick of getting shut down. I'm sick of our people getting shut down for dumb shit, for talking about Terps, for showing a picture of Bud. So, um, you know, that's something I always said since whew, eight years ago, 10 years ago, really, is that when somebody makes an app where we can do an Instagram, a Facebook of it and not be in trouble and people are just behind it, the others will fall because a lot of us are just stoners just looking for shit, TikToking. You know what I mean? But we brought that to a real stoner app and really had a conversation. Discord switch, you know, we'd be killing it. And again, <laughs> right? they'd be like, oh, fuck, these stoners know some shit. They're motivated <laughs> as fuck. And we've always <laughs> had been. Why do you think you, you're winning? Because you understood our game book. You, you took our game. You took our playbook. You took our championship rings and well, we need them back. You know, we, we, it's our turn. It's been our turn and we just got to be unified and that's how we win. That's how we win championships. And yeah. Shout out to you guys because you guys are winning in my books all day, all day. Thank you. Trying, thank brother. you, man. So, hey, here's what happened, bro. We're just going to get this out before we go. Um, we finally got our giveaway items. <laughs> we were waiting and waiting, but we had a little bit of a close call on getting our items. But I just wanted to say shout out to X-Vape and a few other people that we'll be having on. Uh, our giveaway coming up for the new year. Uh, so please check that out. Sorry we've had that delay, but we got some fucking goodies and now we got them in our grasp. So, you know, new shit, good stuff. And Let's we're definitely going to get it. It's going to be great. Uh, we want to thank you folks for listening. If you need to hear the podcast, go to www.highbuttenders.com forward slash podcast to go to the shop just forward slash shop and you can buy some of our wonderful merchandise. We thank you folks for listening to our podcast. We love ya. And as always, stay high, but tenders. Make it, make it, I'm sorry. I said I love my city. But I don't think you hear me though. I said I love my city.